like to invite uh, my friend Brian up. He's going to uh, actually read this birth story. So this is a historical document that was written about 2,000 years ago. What's that? No, no, not his birth story. <laughs> a birth story of Jesus. Uh, and this, uh, this is from the book of Luke. Uh, Luke was a physician. He never actually met Jesus, um, but he actually went around interviewing, uh, interviewing eyewitnesses who had met Jesus. So he's a historian, and so he is telling this story. Uh, and so the big question is, what if this story is true? And uh, I'm going to pray before he starts reading. And uh, yeah, and then we'll get started. God, open uh, your word to us. Uh, be present with us here as you were present uh, with the shepherds 2,000 years ago. Um, we uh, do ask that you would show us that you are with us where we are here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Take it away, Brian. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem and Judah David's town for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel. So this is the most influential human being who's ever walked the face of this earth. Jesus, and it's so interesting because uh, he's born and there's no room for him. Uh, there's, there's no room in the world for him. He ends up, uh, his first kind of cradle is a feeding trough for animals. Uh, so that's what, you, that's what you just read. Keep going. There were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had set their night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angel stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined with a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. I'd like to pause again here. Turn to someone next to you for like 20, 30 seconds and do a crazy thought experiment. Imagine if you were God and you had not heard this story before and you were going to enter into the world, how would you do it? Share it with someone next to you. It's a wild thought, but if you were to enter into the world and communicate yourself into the world, so to write yourself into the story of the world, how would you do it? <laughs> okay, you have 20, 30 seconds. If you 
cannot think of anything, just listen to the wild idea of your neighbor. So... Okay, let's come back together here. So if you were God and you were to announce yourself to the world, how would you, who would you appear to? Who would you tell? Maybe, I don't know, the first thought that I thought of was like the G20 summit of all the, the leaders of the wealthiest 20 countries, or maybe a UN gathering. I don't know. Uh, well, this birth announcement is to shepherds, not global leaders. Shepherds in this time uh, were like garbage men. <laughs> like no one pays any attention to them unless like they're not doing their job and the city starts to smell, right? Like no one's paying attention to these shepherds. Um, but Jesus shows up where the common people are. Jesus shows up where the common people are. Jesus's message, the, that follows, Jesus's message is for the common people. The message is God loves us common people so much he's come to live with us. The announcement is for the common people and it's peace, not fear. We're going to keep reading. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheep herders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. So they say, this is crazy. (laughs) Let's see for ourselves. Let's investigate. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the sheep herders were impressed. So seeing was believing. Surely God is with us. Surely God is where we are. They spread the word. God is where you are. God has moved into our neighborhood. Uh, That's what they found from their investigation. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The sheep herders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. Thank you. Uh, so the shepherds, they return back to their fields, uh, doing their same role, their same responsibilities, their same lot in life, the same thing that they were doing before. But they return back to their sheep with kind of a, stip, a skip in their step, uh, uh, with hearts of hope and with a song on their lips. Uh, Surely God is where we are. Surely God cares. Uh, We know in our heart of hearts, even though we're shepherds, not kings, God is present with us. God has not forgotten about us. Uh, I want to ask again, could it be true that God is where you are? Uh, I'd like to invite up Willem, and we're going to light uh, the fourth Advent candle. Uh, So these are normal candles, and we've been uh, lighting one each week. Kind of like, you know, New Year's, you have like a countdown to New Year's. We've had these candles as a countdown. Uh, And so they're normal candles, uh, but reminders uh, for us of Jesus and what he came to do. So go ahead, Will, and it's all you. Light them all, yeah. Light them all up. Light them up. So the first candle is peace. And so in this candle, we remember 
in Jesus' birth, God's faithful presence. God did not bring fear, but God brought peace. And the second candle, hope, Jesus' birth, we see hope for the world. And the third candle, joy, in Jesus' birth, we see the clue, the clue uh, to life to the fullest, the clue to a joyful life. So Jesus invites us into that. Thank you, Willem. It's actually amazing that Willem came up here to do this, um, because last time we played a practical joke on him, and we didn't have the matches. So he opened the box, and he's like, uh, so thank you, Willem, for taking a risk here. Um, so um, we're going to uh, pray. I'd like to put up that uh, slide of the cradle, cross, and crown. Yeah, that's gold. Perfect. Um, so the cradle, so sometimes people wonder, okay, what is the good news? What is Jesus about? What's the basic message? And I like these three images because they just simplify it so much. Cradle, that's the story we just read. Cross, so the cradle is Jesus entering into the world. Willem, you can sit down. Perfect, thank you. Um, the, the cross is Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, so for us turning our back on God. Uh, and the crown is that this baby Jesus now reigns as Lord of all, so as King of kings over all the world, and is bringing about this reign of peace, and his, his kingdom is coming. Uh, so we're actually going to uh, pray, and I'm going to invite this, the uh, musicians to come on up. So let's pray. Yes, God, every day you give us gift after gift. Each breath is a gift. Each day is a gift. The greatest gift is Jesus. And so we thank you for loving us enough to move into the neighborhood. We thank you, Jesus, for being the clue to us making sense of life and the clue to ultimate peace, ultimate hope, and to love. We pray these things in your name. Amen. You can just stay seated where you are, and we're just going to reflect on that birth with the words from Away in a Manger.
So the shepherds, or the angels appear to these shepherds, and they say, God is where you are. God is where you are. And the shepherds responded. First, they investigated. Is this true? And then they actually spread what they had seen and heard. So I want to ask you this morning, where are you at? So are you at a place of investigating? You know, could, could this be true? Uh, it's, it's important. I mean, just to be intellectually well-rounded, it's important to understand this historical figure of Jesus. Very important. Most influential person to have ever lived. So are you at this stage of investigation? Or are you, maybe you've heard this message before, and, you know, God is where you are, and, and you're beyond wondering, could it be true? You've heard this message, you know it's true, and so this is your opportunity to give a gift to someone declaring this message to them. And it could be a quick letter. You could say, look, um, I, I see a future for you to a friend. You know, I, I see God in you. I see God present in your story. I'm praying for you. So you can, number one, you can write this, write a letter just to yourself, to God, kind of asking your questions, writing them down. There's a lot of power in just writing things down. So investigation. Or you can write a letter to a friend, one or the other. Um, this could be, for, if you're writing a letter to a friend, it could be a way for you to cross that last person off your Christmas list. Uh, the, the shepherds, what they do when they get the message is they respond. So what is your response? This will take five minutes. So you're either writing a letter to God with your questions about what you just heard, or you're writing a letter to a friend reminding them that God is present where they are, reminding them, hey, I see hope, I see love, I see joy, I see a future for you. Um, I, this is a weird thing. Like, we haven't done this before. Well, I haven't done this here. I'm pretty new here, but I haven't done it here yet. And so I think that it's important that you try it, though, that you try it. We're going to have just five minutes. The music's going to be playing. Because I can imagine in my mind the possibility of the number of people who could be blessed, who could be served through some of these letters actually being given to people who are struggling right now, this Christmas, to see hope, to see love, to see God present in their circumstance. So take the five minutes, write the letter. If you're not done right away, that's fine. Uh, there'll be envelopes as well that are going to come to you if you want to actually give this letter uh, to someone or mail it. Okay, so great. I'll be going around to the tables. So if you have any questions, you can ask.